everybody. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discuss what and who we are in this journey called life. Good to see you guys on a magical Monday indeed, Melissa. Magical Monday indeed. Special shout out to Angela Shields and Rebenti, my neighbor. Um, Melissa Begley and her sidekick, Miss Cleo. Big shout out to you guys, Samantha Taylor. Uh, over here on Instagram, my Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall and Laura Day. And my other Monday night buddy, KYGS Ryder. Good to see you guys here tonight. We have a lot to talk about this evening. Um, I want to start off with giving you the rundown on all the places that this is streaming to tonight. So, the live stream is going out to the following. LinkedIn, Twitch, uh, YouTube, and the YouTube stream goes to the website. So, you can, like, anytime that you're out and about and you want to watch the show, hop over to my website on the Paranormal Talk Show tab and go down and you can watch the show there if you want. Uh, it's also going out to Twitter, DLive, um, and Daily Motion. Now, these are all video live streams. The podcast is running right now, and it goes out to the following um, platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. If you see a click support button, hit that and throw me some coffee money to help pay for all this equipment. <laughs> I just had to get all new equipment in the last couple weeks, so hmm, that's been a little hard to swallow. But uh, the other stuff just flat out bellied up and died. <laughs> also, I wanted to tell you guys... Um, the dream interpretation show for May, I'm collecting emails right now, um, for the dream show for May. So if you have dreams that you want interpreted for the month of May, um, I'm going to leave the link to my email here in the comments and go ahead and, uh, email those to me because like I said on the last show, I do like to sit down and take plenty of time to analyze these and make sure that I am very thorough and that I get it right before I present that stuff on the show. So, um, so I'm collecting the emails right now for the month of May. So if you have something that you want interpreted, go ahead and email me that. Uh, a special shout out to Panda3854 over here on Instagram. And uh, now go ahead, Laura, and email me those. It's kkaufman309 at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram. You can message me on Facebook Messenger if you want. You can, you know, do the email, which is right here on the screen there. Um, and that way I can get your dreams in for, um, May. 
So, Michaela wants to know, hi, are you a medium? Yes, I am. And this is a talk show about self-help stuff and paranormal topics. Um, I will leave a link to my website. And you can take a look at my services on there. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So, I wanted to kind of go over um, what kinds of things are or can infest a home besides just human spirits because we have a plethora of different things that can actually be infesting a home rather than just human spirits it's not just human spirits that can cause problems for people um let me make sure i don't have any questions over here a uh, special shout out to Sandra Lee Small and hello. It goes out to Sweet Owen and Peggy Thompson. Awesome to see you guys here tonight. Um, so I kind of I went over basic uh, things that can infest a house, structure, home. Now, certainly, this is not a definitive list. There are are many, many, many more things that are in this universe that we don't know about. This is just a listing of things that are pretty common that people have problems with. We're not going to go over how to read these things tonight. That will be in the next Monday night show. So we're just kind of identifying what things can infest a home uh, and the symptoms of those. And then the next Monday night, we'll go over what you can do for each one of these. Because they're so different vibrationally, it takes a different technique for each one of these. This big shout out to Danielle Chapman. Good to see you, girl. Awesome to see you. And Robin Canetta and Fly Girl uh, over here on Instagram. So, the first thing that I want to go over, and this is, you know, this has been around for a very, very long time, and these are alien encounters, but what are the symptoms of, you know, alien encounters? So, these most often will occur mainly at night, but they can also occur during the day, although it is not as, like, the accounts of during the day are not as frequent uh, most of the accounts are basically at night. So some of the symptoms of these type of encounters are loss of time, uh, extreme loss of time. And this can include more than like losing more than one day, physical marks or illnesses that occur after this loss of time or after this experience of the invasion uh, disturbing dreams or, or hallucinations of the actual invasion. Uh, many times people will report light anomalies before or after the incident, like lights in the sky or maybe a light coming in the window, something like that. Um, regularly experiencing sleep paralysis and the hallucinations of the invasion upon awakening. So those are really prevalent in people who give alien encounters. Um, 
on awakening from the paralysis, um, their terror about what's going on kind of adds to the hallucinations and the light anomalies. Also, uh, people report a lot of buzzing sounds. The buzzing and the loud noises can also be attributable to astral projection. So that's something that definitely has to be ruled out. Is this an astral projection or is it not? So if you have a lot of the other type of symptoms along with this, the loud buzzing or noise, um, it might just be an astral projection. Now, here's a cautionary note. Um, alien encounters can produce, actually can produce, a astral projection in the victim from the use of uh, the vibration. So, it could be an astral projection or it can be a alien encounter that has produced the astral projection. So that's a case by case, just analyzing it and figuring out which one it is. Also, people have experience of feeling like they're floating around the room. That to me lends to the astral projection phenomena that can be induced by an alien abduction. Uh, seeing figures in the room like aliens um, and often people who are victims of alien abduction may and you know what this is such a large topic i think maybe this might need its own show uh because i don't feel like i'm doing it a big i'm kind of doing it a little bit of a disservice by not fully going into this but um, alien abductees regularly claim to recall words, items, sentences, and memory tests that never actually they have seen or been to before. And so what these are called false memories, but I don't know that they're really false memories. So the effect can be generalized to autobiographical memories. So we probably need to delve into that more and just... Um, do one full show on that let's get into some more shout outs right here um hey to robin canetta and jennifer over here on instagram and also sheila sunley or pause good shout out to you diana uh thank you she likes my hair awesome <laughs> okay so diana i have a question for you should I keep it, should I leave it growing or should I keep it this length? You guys need to let me know. Big shout out to my special buddy over here on uh, Facebook, Miss Shay Smith. She is also a psychic medium and does a lot of work in this field. But right now I think she's going to nursing school. So we wish her uh, all the well in, in uh, doing that new project and this new page in her life awesome thank you so much all right now so last week last monday i'm using the new uh, shay wants more length i'm using a new streaming software you know me you guys know me i'm always trying out something that is new or something that's different thank you chastity um and so 
last week it did not this service did not stream on my personal page so I have a couple of pages open and I'm going down to look and see if they are streaming now so thank God okay so it's streaming on my personal page here I need to see if it's streaming on the website because I really want that to work out it took me hours to get that to um, to come through so, <laughs> so we'll see if all this stuff works does this technology work that you know we're getting into so Amber says I record vibration and buzzing sound on my phone video recorder and it moves we just recorded normal videos I always thought it was just capturing high vibrations but could be could it be true what I think or is it another presence it is very obvious sound others hear like a buzzing bee yes absolutely that can be um, evidence of something else there because you uh, electrical devices pick up these other vibrations and so oh darn it it doesn't look like this is the stream is working on the website darn it darn it darn it darn it well I'll have to look into that oh that is really too bad because I wanted you guys to be able to watch this on the website um let's see yeah it says video is unavailable poo paw well mm, too bad we may have to abandon that idea folks we may have to abandon that idea because I worked for like an hour to get this to stream on the website not gonna not gonna happen I don't think okay big shout out to Brenda Sutteris and Christina Bailey Lois King um, everybody likes the length everybody wants it long long and lengthy that's awesome <laughs> okay so we've pretty pretty well figured out that we're gonna have to do a whole show on alien encounters so let me just make a note of that really quick so that I can get to that but now next week we're gonna go over what we can do um, to protect ourselves from these different types of infestations because there's several more that we've got to go over tonight uh, <laughs> let's see Angela Shields I love your hair growth is always good right yes it is change and growth um, okay so the next category is extra dimensional beings okay this is a huge category because there are so many extra dimensional type of beings but this was just the most prevalently um, talked about or written about encounter again these encounters are usually at night and I think why the encounters are at night is because when you are asleep at night your conscious mind is not in control of your auric field it's turned off and that is the perfect time for a psychic attack to take place okay and so you're kind of open so I always urge people to try to do some kind of psychic protection at night uh, around their sleeping area 
so that the prevalence of this will go down. Special shout out to George McKinney. Good to see you and Pamela Downey. Awesome that you guys made it tonight. So extra dimensional beings like the alien encounters are usually at night and extra dimensional beings are usually energy feeders or energy vampires. And so they will feed off of a person's energy classically at night when the auric field is open and the, and the conscious mind is off duty, if you will. Um, they feed during the person's sleep cycle. Now, if the person's sleep cycle is, is during the day, of course, they're going to feed at that time. So um, it's all in accordance to whether or not the aura is protected. Uh, so symptoms that the person might have are strange and disturbing dreams of, you know, alien type of figures or mon monstrosity type of figures. Um, paralysis in the dream again, dream paralysis. The difference, though, is when the people awake from sleeping, they have extreme physical symptoms of the following. And that is migraines or other type of headaches, you know, extreme lethargy, depression, specifically posterior neck and shoulder pain. And that is because this is the area that the energy latches onto in the central nervous system and drains that here, here, and back there. Now, these uh, beings usually will use mirrors as some kind of transport modality. And I've got a, another show that we did specifically about um, several incidents where people actually called me or wrote to me and gave me all the descriptions of what happened to them. And I, after the show, I will put a link to that video in the comments for you guys. Um, and it's called the body buffet. And so what we found in that video is that these extra dimensional beings were kind of using, uh, hotel motels as a, basically an energetic buffet because you have new energy of people coming and going, um, every night pretty much. And so they basically drain people. Um, as they come into the hotel and it is, I mean, if you think about it, that's a pretty good system. Uh, let me check for questions here. I don't see any yet. <laughs> okay. The next type of being are shadow beings. Now, shadow beings are dark silhouettes with a uh, humanoid type of shapes um, the profile can flicker in and out of the peripheral vision. It can be really, you know, fast from the corner of your eye. Um, it also has the symptoms of, uh-oh, I have several people that can't hear me. Let's do this. Um, how about that? Let's see if, can you hear me now? One, two, three, four. Can you hear me now? Somebody shout out and see. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so you know what has happened is that the old equipment, this is part of the old equipment, all right? 
and this just went out on me. So the sound's gonna sound a little bit weird because I'm having to do the sound through the computer now or the webcam, but crap. I didn't want to have to buy a new freaking microphone. Uh, looks like I'm going to have to. <laughs> what do you expect when you put old equipment in with the new? Crap. Okay. I'm going to backtrack. Uh, so, where do I go back to? Did you guys get the part about the physical symptoms with the extra dimensional beams? Yes or no? Hey, Patricia Langley, the aliens took the sound. Yes, they did. Oh, my God. Nobody wants their secrets to be known to you guys, do they? Heck no. They, like, silence this lady. We know how to do it. <laughs> okay, so we'll go over the last part of the extra dimensional beans in case you didn't catch that. So some of the uh, physical symptoms that go with uh, an energy drain, um, our migraines, other type of headaches, lethargy, depression, posterior neck and shoulder pain. I do know that these beings do use mirrors as a transport modality. And I was telling you guys that uh, I'm just going to leave a link to the other video on these type of beings and all the accounts that were emailed and called into me by people that experienced the similar things, but um, they, you know, they didn't know each other. So, and all the accounts were so similar. And so that episode is called the body buffet. And we called it that because um, it was real. It's really quite convenient for a being to feed off of people in a hotel because it's, there's new energy every night or every couple of nights there. So Pamela says audio is not working again. Shout out and let's see, is it the rest of the equipment here? Let me know uh, because people are saying it's back, but now Pamela is saying it's not working again. So Shout out and let me know, can you hear or can you not hear? And Pamela, uh, let me know if the audio is coming back on or if it is still off. So, one, two, three, four. There we go. So, everybody else is saying it's back. Hmm. Maybe that was just a lag in the feed. Okay, good. Okay. You never know about technology, guys. <laughs> Anything vibrational. Like I said, they could be trying to silence me here. You never know. So back to shadow beings. Shadow beings are the next category here. Can be dark silhouettes with human shapes. Uh, in the olden days, a lot of people saw shadow beings with a hat. Again, these type of images are derived from the subconscious of the victim. Okay, so Trisha says, can hear, but it has gone in and out. Well, I unplugged the old microphone. Hopefully, that will take care of it. Um, but we'll see. Let me know if it goes out again. If it goes out again, then I'll know it's not the microphone. Okay, so uh, some of the symptoms that go with the shadow beings are 
heightened emotional states uh, when a person has really gotten themselves worked up. Sleep de uh, deprivation is a big one for that. Uh, people have experienced these psychological and physiological conditions have noted a correlation in seeing shadow people. Um, now, shadow people, they're calling interdimensional, which means they're part of this dimension, but however, their energy is very malleable and it can uh, shape-shift into different substances or presentations depending on the victim's subconscious, and they can actually pick up on what elicits the most amount of fear. I do feel like that they are energy drainers as well as the extra dimensional beings. And so the more energy that you put off when you're afraid is something that they can uh, feed off of. So um, they're often associated with an accompanied fear of dread. And I think it is because they try to elicit that deep fear response by kind of scanning the subconscious and picking up on um, images in the psyche that elicit fear, that elicit the fear response. So shadow beings are uh, another thing that can infest a home. The next thing, and this uh, this type of entity is really prevalent right now in particular, because during springtime, um, the energies of this type of entity are really high because of the um, surge in the natural energy of the earth. Uh, and the reason why that is happening is spring is in force right now, and so everything is kind of blooming and starting to grow and we've got a, a amplified amount of energy in the environment and and so nature spirits are one of the things that are extremely active at this type of time of year and in particular we have another show we did specifically on goblin infestations because they're really high in the state of Kentucky because of our cave systems and they do come out of the caves in spring and summer and then in fall retreat back to the cave systems. And so um, we will see a lot of activity uh, during fall when they're traveling back to the cave systems and in the spring and early summer when they're venturing out. But, you know, other entities that you may experience in the home brownies and goblins okay these are on the same level brownies are on the same level as humans and other figuries and so they kind of inhabit closets and attics and things like that but when you have evidence of goblins those are specifically in uh, basements crawl spaces garages outhouses and that type of thing. And Samantha wants to know, are the goblins kind of like the creepy gnomes? Yes. And um, I think that people, their accounts are extremely similar. Uh, and gnomes also can be found not in basements, 
but out, outhouses like a potting shed or maybe a garage or something like that. Um, and, and so these are things that really come out in the spring. Now, some of the symptoms that you may notice uh, that give you clues to what this type of entity is, is you may notice things being broken or moved. And specifically, you know, small objects that are moved like keys, papers, wallets, money, uh, things like that are moved or hidden for a while and then they may reapport. Um, also, you may hear uh, high-pitched noises or small sounds of footsteps with no visual image uh, with it. You may hear really strange melodical type of singing or music that seems to induce a trance-like state. Um, also, you may notice that your pets are chasing things that aren't there or maybe even playing with something that you can't see. Now, that's a big giveaway that you have some type of nature spirit that is um, infesting <laughs> your area. Big shout out to Felicia McKinnis. Good to see you. And Jackie Brown. Awesome. So everybody seems to be hearing okay. Uh, let me know, Pamela, if your audio is still off. I am looking at the audio bar up here on the on-air screen, and it is showing that I do have audio, so I'm hoping that you can hear this. Either way, um, all the shows are saved to my YouTube channel, and so all you have to do is to go on there and um, watch the last show that actually happened. The last type of infestation that we're going to go over this evening is extremely, extremely rare, and that's a demonic infestation. Now, let's see, George says, isn't there a night in early May when the fairies, etc., move? Yes, May 1st. Uh, May 1st specifically is um, an energy time when they can cause havoc. And as a matter of fact, in old folklore, it's often said that you shouldn't even go out on the night of May 1st because of the risk to you. Fairies are not, are not fun to deal with. And um, they can be extremely, extremely dangerous. And so, you know, a lot of the old people have often said, do not even go out on May 1st, or you could have severe repercussions from it. Okay, now, the, back to the demonic infestation. This usually, now, demonic infestations usually begin with something really small, like um, a strange foul odor, but the odor moves, and there's no source for the odor. So uh, you can't pin it down to one area, and it is extremely foul. Like, there's no mistaking the foul odor, and it moves from area to area. Also, um, there's no origin or causative factor that's ever found for this type of, of odor. And then the odor progresses to 
either a tapping or a dripping sound and that's uh it usually progresses like the tapping or the dripping will be slight and then it keeps going and increases uh, and is very repetitive in nature and i think that that repetitive sound in nature works to break down the subconscious and the psyche of the person uh, who's hearing it. And so these symptoms actually lead to what we call oppression. And symptoms of oppression can be a whole bunch. I did a video just on oppression. Uh, so oppression is like, you know, you're depressed, your um, mood and your behaviors change, your interaction with your family and your friends change, you become more withdrawal. Um, and there's a whole other list of oppressive symptoms. But we're just looking at infestation of a property because many properties can be infested with this problem but not have the inhabitants don't come under oppression because maybe, you know, maybe the inhabitants, um, you know, have a big, a spiritual connection and that's prevented the oppression from happening so heather marie wants to know i missed the fairy talks what do, what do they look like um many many times i would say it's more often than not that you don't see a particular thing because they are vibrational in nature they can produce a almost a mirrored image so that you can't perceive them. You can only perceive the effects of their presence, which is, you know, the movement of things, the um, dogs or the cats playing with them or chasing them. And your, your eyes are really rudimentary. Um, your pet's vision is so much better than yours and your pet can see and hear things that you know, humans can't. And so all that entity has to do is to shift their vibration to a different frequency using a type of mirrored image and you, you can't perceive them. You can only perceive the effect of how they change the environment. That's why I say, you know, it's difficult to, um, work with them because they're so unpredictable okay back to the symptoms of the demonic infestation people may have um, physical attacks during their sleep so they often will complain of sleep disturbances and remember why did we say a lot of this stuff happens at night because your aura is not protected that's why uh, and so if you never practice psychic protection at any other time please do it at night and you know I guess we need to do a show on that um because that's the the biggest time that you are coming under attack so we have a lot of catching up to do here okay some of the other symptoms that a demonic infestation causes major depression, anxiety. Um, it can also cause severe financial or employment problems and relationship troubles. And that 
works on the same type of energy that hexes and curses do, and we have yet got to do a show on that. Um, so Trisha says, then in response, defense, could we change our vibrations? Absolutely, you can. Uh, one of the ways, one of the best ways to change your personal vibration is through the use of gemstones, through the use of meditation, through the use of, you know, um, altered states of consciousness. You definitely can change your own vibration and not be a victim. So, uh, let me make sure we've answered all the questions. So, Samantha says, I try to always envision a white light. Uh, let's see. Around and protecting me. Yes, that is one way to do that. But if you... That's your conscious mind creating the focus for that intent. And so the whole point of that is that when you're asleep, you are not able to do that. So my contention there is, since Samantha, you envision a white light around you. you the use of selenite okay, around your sleeping area would be the perfect thing to continue that type of energy of protection while you're asleep. So, there you go. Um, so, any of you guys that want more information about gemstones, I will leave um, Barbara Bacon's name and number in the comments. And uh, that would be an excellent resource for you guys to... Uh, contact her and maybe ask or find out what type of modalities would be good for you to use. Uh, so Amber says, kyanite, black and blue are awesome. Yes, they are. Uh, and those are, you know, those are not really expensive type of gemstones to use. But gemstones can provide that layer of protection also, religious items and specific prayers said in the bedroom next to the bed right before you go to sleep can provide a layer of protection. But it's like you have to put that protection out there right before you lay your head down. And you have to be really aware that, you know, those layers of protection need to be put in place before you go to sleep, you know, one of the best ways to provide protection in your sleep is through the practice of lucid dreaming. So if you are very versed at lucid dreaming and you have uh, a good religious background and strength there, those two combined with a few gemstones, no problems, no worries. Um, because in lucid dreaming, you can actually energetically kind of fight back and protect yourself through being lucid in the dream. And uh, that is one of the best ways. Just that, you know, good spiritual base and a few gemstones and no worries and no problems. Okay, so next week we're going to go over some of the things that we can do for these infestations because a few of these um, the vibrational therapies are a little bit different on protection 
And so we'll go over that next weekend. I also want to do a separate show on Alien Encounters. Sounds like we need to delve into that more. And then I'll, we'll do a video specifically on things you can do for psychic protection, specifically at night when you're asleep, because I think we need to do that. And Trisha wants a show on lucid dreaming. Okay, let's do a show on lucid dreaming, too. So that'll take us well through May. <laughs> and don't forget, if you guys want a dream interpreted, I'm taking emails right now and collecting those for the month of May. Um, and this is something I've started doing once a month is allowing people to submit their dreams for a detailed analysis. And then I present all of these on that month's show for the dream interpretation. So if you have a dream anytime, uh, that you want interpreted, or if you have one between now and May, email it to me. The email is in the comments. You can message me the dream on Messenger on Facebook. You can DM me on Instagram with your dream if you want. And I will sit down and do a detailed interpretation on it. You guys have a fabulous week. And I will see you next Monday. See you guys for Fun Friday on Friday on Facebook. Kisses from Kentucky. Wherever you're watching, please follow. Subscribe if you can. Share the video. And if you see a click the support button, please send a few dollars to help me pay for a new microphone. <laughs> I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye now.